and I'm not allowed to pick Dolphins players for any of these. The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak, Joe Costanzo and Sam Wilson. Hello and welcome to the Dropback Podcast. It's a new season and a new Jewish New Year. So happy New Year to all my fellow Jews out there. <laughs> I'm Sam Lewis and joined today by the always effervescent Matt Burns-Peak. And the giant from the South Coast, Stan Wilson. How you doing, fellas? Oh, I've been shocked at your intro, intro mate. That's fantastic. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, we're good with that. Anything to add? <laughs> if the football's half as good as that this year, then we're in for a blind. <laughs> Let's kick things off. We're going to go with our seedings for the new season. Because I can't. we're actually finally fucking here, boys. It's going to oh, happen, yeah. isn't it? Football's going to happen again. Football's it's coming back. Sunday night. We'll be back with our Thursday live stream, probably around 7.30, where we preview the best of this weekend's action. We haven't decided what yet, but there will be a drop back game of the week as per last year. That link to vote will be on our Instagram, so make sure you check that out at the drop back. But for now, let's start things off with the NFC seedings, what we think is going to happen. And number one seed, does anyone have anyone except the reigning champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers? No, not really. It's difficult, really, in it to say anyone other than Tampa Bay, unfortunately, because they're just so fucking jammy and bastardly by retaining all of their really good players that won them the Super Bowl last year. I like I mean, how you're quiet you... on them at the end of the year, then you realise you actually hate Tom Brady, even though he's likeable now. Yeah, that's a weird. That's been a weird adjustment, and all to be honest, like the fact that Tom Brady seems like a, a normal, semi-likable chap. Is it because he's Maybe... moved away from New England, Matt? I think that's genuinely. I think yeah. That, that I don't have any excuse other than I don't like New England and he's not there anymore and seems to come across well in interviews now that he doesn't have the the, the tainted uh, Patriots uniform on him. Robot Bill up him just going speak yeah, like this, Tom. Playing him like a puppet. I mean, we've, we've spoken about it all off-season, haven't we? Like, you don't win a Super Bowl and then retain... All 22 starters, it just doesn't happen. Well, you do if you're the Buccaneers. Exactly. I mean, you you can hear people talk about, oh, they're being cap hell down the year, but it doesn't really matter if you're winning Super Bowls now. Yeah, exactly. That's what the game is. You win championships. You don't care about the like whatever happens three, four years time. I mean, you don't sign Tom Tom Brady for the future, do you? Sign Tom Brady to (laughs) win some. I mean, if he has it his way, you probably still do. Yeah, but that's crazy. Yeah, I mean. Thinking logically, you don't sign a aging superstar quarterback for, to get you over the line in ten years' time. It's win now, and yeah, I mean the fact that they've kept all their stars is an absolute joke. They're going to be so good again this year, especially with like with a year playing with each other as well, with how important chemistry is. Exactly, like yeah, we saw how it took them a few weeks last season to get into rhythm, and you've got to think have thought now that. After that miraculous run, they went on down the stretch of the end of the regular season and into the playoffs, just wiping out everyone who came their way. you got to think that rhythm's still going to be there with all those guys who they managed to retain. So what's to stop them this season? Who's going to stop them? Well, that's an excellent question. Who would you say would be the team in the NFC that can maybe push them all the way? Maybe not in a championship match, but who's going to be up there in seeding? Green Bay? Oh, Matt, why are Green Bay going to be up there? I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to be pretty pissed this year and him and his boys are going to 
uptail and, and go elsewhere next season. So they're going to do a sort of one last hurrah, one last dance type season. I if, hate that you said the been. one last dance thing, but well, I they can't. put it on their Instagram. I mean, don't shoot the fucking messenger on this one, Slew. Just because you're a dinosaur, you don't use Instagram. Doesn't mean that it's my fault. I have to clue you in on what all the players do on there. Um, but yeah, we saw uh, Adams and A Rod. Um, I think uh, was it Jones as well? Did Aaron Jones do it as well? Aaron Jones resigned. Yep. Um, yeah, they were putting up pick like the last dance MJ pictures up on their Instagram. Like it's it's very clearly like a last last go at it with the with the the star players they've got there and then people are going to start disappearing i mean they're 100 percent winning the division i don't think that's really in question this season it's just about how far they can go into the playoffs because obviously you've got other nfc juggernauts like the cowboys 49ers rams that they'll have to come up against and yeah that'll be the challenge yeah i mean to be fair the packers are my number two seed as well i mean they get preston smith back this year yep Bringing in Eric Stokes should be a boon because it means you don't have to keep playing Kevin King on the outside, which can well, only help your defense. Well, so their defense should take a step forward, but it does feel like we've been saying that for the last two or three seasons now. But eventually, it's got to happen, right? At yeah, some point, it does happen. You'd think so. And obviously, they've got a new defensive coordinator this year as well, and Joe Barry. But just on the topic of Eric Stokes, there, I was quite—I was a fan of him coming out of the draft. But as we all know, rookie corners they do tend to have struggles and teething problems in year one, so. His impact might not be as significant this season, at least. That that is true. I mean, a lot of the time when these struggles are, it's because they're the type of guy that are going up one on one with the number one receivers, and people are expecting them to shut those guys down. Yeah. Jai, yeah. Jai Alexander's on the other side, so you don't have to worry about that with Stokes so much. That's true. I uh, think the other the other issue you're going to have is that left out David Bactiari is out for six weeks of the season at the very That's least. Killer, yeah. That's a killer. That, that, I mean, especially with like, I mean, maybe it's not too big an issue because I think that they could possibly actually afford to start a bit slow and still win that division just because mm-hmm. of where that division's at at the moment. Yeah. Um, but if that ends up being something where Batari comes back and then maybe again gets another injury late in the season or re-injures it, um, you know, you want to you want to already have that chemistry in place with, across the o, the O line, especially before you get to the playoffs. So that I think it's impact. worth. I think it's worth noting as well that if you look at the final score, the NFC Championship was actually closer than you remember it being. Yeah. Because it was that weird sequence just before half time when where they turned the ball over trying to be too aggressive and then Scotty Miller with a Torched deep Kevin on King. Tom Brady basically killed the game. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean they're definitely absolutely contenders for the championship. And as Matt said, all that last dance spiel is gonna that motivated Aaron Rodgers for some reason isn't just a stereotype it actually he's actually scary good when he's wound up 100 percent, it's a thing angry tom uh, sorry i'm angry aaron it's it's a thing um one area on this team i do worry is about their inside linebacker course so you've got chris barnes and devondre campbell not really cutting the mustard and also while we're talking about defensively uh you mentioned that their defensive coordinator is called joe barry um standard Stand Joe Barry, yeah, because I'm completely sus of anyone that has two first names. <laughs> so that's that's a red flag straight away. Sam, do you have anything to comment on that matter? Yeah, I mean, Sam all the talk is that Joe Barry's a very good defensive coordinator and has a fantastic record uh, across his experience in the league. But Matt's right, two first names. What could he possibly argue with that? Hey. Got three first names, so. <laughs> 
No, I think their defense will be pretty will definitely improve next year. Oh yeah, definitely. He seems to not be the Mike Pettin school of oh let's just make shit up as we go along and put seven defensive backs on the field when they're going to run the ball. Yeah, crazy that didn't work. The other team that I think actually could sneakily be good this year is actually the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. I mean, they're always there and about. And I think if you look at their defensive record, like it was a joke at the beginning of the year. Yeah. They were on track to be one of the worst ever. They were actually, like, I think in the top five in the second half of the year for DBLA. Yeah, they figured it out, to be fair to them. They did figure it out. I don't that rate offense that is really good. I don't rate that defense at all, really. I don't... They're not in my top seven, really. I think you're yeah, going to be surprised I... at how good that Seahawks defense is going to be. Yeah, I, I, I say I'd love to be surprised, but I really wouldn't. Let's be real. I, and I, I think it's more the fact that they're not going to be bad enough to completely hamstring the offense because the offense is is a really, really good unit now. It's well rounded. It has an, a few nice pieces in it. I mean, DK Metcalf has been fantastic. Kyle Lockett is always really good as well as a deep threat. Russell Wilson is is a top five QB in on his day as well, maybe even higher. If, if you get, depending on what version of, version of Russell Wilson you get. Um, so I, I think it's, for me, it's more about that defense doesn't have the capacity to make the offense have to score 45 points anymore. To, I, to don't, be in a game. I don't know. I don't think the defense really has much outside of Bobby Wagner, Jordan Brooks, Jamal Adams. I'm not a massive fan of their cornerback group. I think their linebacker core outside of those two is, could be slightly weak on the line as well. I, it, the defense doesn't fill me with confidence. If this was my defense, then I would be worried, as it's it's a notably weak unit. I don't know. You know, I'm glad you mentioned Jordan Brooks, though, because I agree. I think he's going to have a breakout year this he's year. Good player. Yeah, really. I good think player. he's going to be phenomenal. The thing is, you're right. They could do with a really good corner because that's when they've had success in the past. But the scheme is they know what they're doing in Seattle, and apart from the first half of last season. They've always had really good defenses. So I'm not, I don't know, I'm not overly worried. Like when they started going to that bare front halfway through the year, it it worked. Like they changed yeah. it up and it started working for them. And then on offense, they're bringing Shane Waldron, going to that old Rams 49ers style of, oh, let's play wide zone and play action. Get yeah. Russell Wilson on the move on bootleg. So I think, I mean, we've seen that basically works on every team that they go to except the Bengals. So exactly. it's going to be good on offense again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, to your point as well, Slew, like one thing that Seattle have been very good at, especially on the, defen- the defensive side of the ball, has been adjusting and adapting as the season goes on. Um, so it, it doesn't nec- it's not necessarily a unit that is the sum of its big name players. It's more, I think, I think they're well coached and I think that they'll, and they might start a bit slowly, but they'll figure it out. I just don't think it's a good enough unit when you compare it with other defenses in this, in this area, to be honest with you. Yeah, that might be fair enough. And to be honest, I think they are also in a bit of sit- issue of situation that they're in such a good division. I actually yeah. have three teams from that division, including also the Rams and the 49ers, sorry, Stan, making the playoffs. Oh, that's all right. And I, you're, I in, you're this... in the worry when that happens that you take wins off each other and that costs you seeding. Yeah, I mean, in, in an ideal world, I probably would have put all four teams in my top seven, but... Oh. Tough to do. It is tough to do. Yeah, so I mean, so does anyone not have the Seattle Seahawks winning the West? Winning the West? I've got the Rams. You've got the Rams winning the West. Really? 100%. I've got Rams as my number two seed. 
Ramsey on number no two way. seed. Oh, God, yeah. talk us through that. I'm, mass- I'm massively high on this Rams team this year. The weapons that they have in that receiver room are ridiculous, in my opinion. You've got Cooper Cup, one of the more underrated receivers in the league, and then you've got Robert Woods as well, again, one of the more underrated receivers in the league. Like They're not these big brand guys that you maybe hear about season in season now, but I know you'll vouch for me in, on the Robert Woods train, Slow. I'm a huge, huge Robert Wood trade um, fan, even. And the same with Tyler Lockett. I can't believe Matt mentioned him the prior. I was absolutely livid in our fantasy draft for the Inter podcast one when Matt's taken Jamar Trace <laughs> over Robert Woods <laughs> and Tyler Lockett. Absolutely oh sick God. when he made that choice. Oh, that, was amazing. Me, that was so controversial and so brilliant. <laughs> I knew as soon as Stan started talking about the receivers, I was like, there's going to be a Robert Woods blow up again. <laughs> Do it again as well in a heartbeat. Fuck you. Do you worry a bit about the defence maybe taking a step back? Brandon Staley's gone. Obviously, you lose John Johnson and Troy Hill as well. I mean, you can't be that bad on defence when you've got Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. That yeah, sort of covers you somewhat. I think the but fact that they, they, they've pretty- still... They've still got Darius Williams. They've still got Jordan Fuller. You've still got Jalen Ramsey. You've still got Kenny Young as well. You've, you've, you're retaining a lot of pieces, and those guys aren't going to suddenly just take a massive jump back just because they've got a different DC. It's not going to be as simple as that. The, you've got quality, quality players on defense. So, yes, it might take a little bit of a step back, but in terms of the players and their quality, that's going to stay the same, I think, and I think we can expect the Rams to win this division. And I think, are you betting on the Rams there taking the defence will take less of a step back than what Matt Stafford will add to the offence. Oh yeah, no, Matt, Sta- Matt Stafford is going to do absolute wonders for this offence. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. They're going to be able to add so, much, so many more nuances and run so much more of a complex offence compared to what they were able to do with Jared Goff. Like, the difference is going to be ridiculous. And then you've got Robert Woods in his prime, Cooper Cup in his prime, and you've got Van Jefferson, who's likely just coming into his prime in his um, sophomore season. And then you've got Deshaun Jackson as well there. Who knows what you've got in him? Sorry, not much. Deshaun Jackson. Uh, I, thought said, I thought you said Deshaun Jackson. Putting a lot of flair on that there. I did. I did it at Flair's first, flair, but I, I corrected myself. I corrected uh, okay. myself. I mean, tell you what, you'll get a fantastic two games from Deshaun Jackson at some point. In the Mate, year. And then he will Two catches, this. 150 yards. Yeah. Two Bang. touchdowns. And, boom. And then straight to the medical tent. Oh, yeah. Do not pass go. Um <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm quite buzzing to see uh, Matt Stafford with a good offense and a, a good OC for once. Like, and I mean, in, in a situation where he doesn't have to put up like 35, 40 points just to be in a game. Yeah, like it's, it's his only legitimate shot that he's going to have for success, I think. And which is ridiculous when you consider the talent of Matt that Matt Stafford has. Yeah, and then we've also got to remember that Sony Michelle just been added to that backfield, replacing the injured Cam Akers. This is Sony Michelle's chance to shine. He's out of that committee backfield in New England, and now he's in the notorious West Coast run game. This can only mean success, right? Well, I mean, Surely. have we seen a, bat, a, a starting running back actually fail in this wide zone scheme yet? Have we even seen backup running backs fail in this scheme yet? No, very true. It's not. The only thing that takes them down is what knee injuries, basically. <laughs> Same with yeah. every back, yeah. And what so then if we we're sticking with the NFC West, what is it that has made these two teams pick the 49ers? Do either you two have them make the playoff? Because I think they're my number six seed. I have 49ers in my number five seed. I don't have this I don't have the Seahawks making the playoffs. I've got the Cardinals in at six and the Saints in at seven. Say what? 
All right, let's, let's go 40, 49ers and then we'll come back. To, I mean, because you mentioned why you're not super high on the Seattle Seahawks anyway. Yeah. But 49ers, what would they have to do to maybe pit the Rams or do you just not see that happening? I don't How about see they that. play Trey Lance? Trey Lance will play. How about they play Trey Lance from the word go? They won't. They they shouldn't play him from the word go. We saw him in preseason. Like there was a, there was a very good Brett Coleman video. You saw on him it. in what? In preseason. In what? Preseason. All right. That's so. That is what I thought you said. <laughs> what did you think I say? No, I thought you said preseason. Yeah. So you're going to make a point based on their preseason form, which we all know Stan doesn't what. It doesn't matter, but I'm saying in terms exactly. of his. Nah, I'm, I, think, I don't. I don't care. Instead, in in the case of stats and completion percentage, it's more about the on-field decisions he was making. Like the difference, as Brett Coleman mentioned, between college and the NFL is the speed of defenses and the disguises they can throw at you. And Lance showed that he he did struggle in times when he was shown man looks and he was bailed that they bailed out into zone and vice versa. So. It will take him time to adjust to that as it will with every other rookie quarterback. But I think it's, the difference is going to be more so with Lance because he didn't really get a season last year and the level of competition he was playing against as well was a lot lower. So the defences were less complicated and the play was a lot slower. So I think it's going to take him more time than other quarterbacks to settle in. But mm. I, I do hope he succeeds. I get you. Are the 49ers a better team at this point with Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, at this point, they're better with Jimmy for the start of the season. I don't know, man. Like, I'm, and I mean, like, I, I understand your point about like where Trey Lance is at in terms of the mental side of the game and his decision making, a hundred percent. But I just think if you give Carl Shanahan the option of Jimmy G with where he is right now and Trey Lance in terms of what he offers in terms of game planning and play calling and and the stuff you can design specifically for him and his skill set, I think Carl Shanahan could do wonders with that. And Shana. make that offense a lot more scary. He's aiming for a wild card spot that he doesn't have time to ease into the season and slowly get it, work his way into it. If he wanted a rebuild, he would have rebuilt the team like by basically stripping away, getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo and maybe trading up even higher to get a different quarterback or taking someone more pro-ready in the first place. So it's clearly a project. Trey Lance, Trey Lance is the project, but Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy will start for four or five weeks at least. And so, I mean, you mentioned the Cardinals being ahead of the Seahawks in your rankings. Yeah. Stan, is that a um, just a pure homer decision, or we'll no. there? No, I do, I do believe in this Cardinals team. Like maybe I'm underestimating the impact that Cliff Kingsbury's bad play calling could have on the ceilings that this roster can reach. But no, I'm I'm, I'm a firm believer that this offense is bound for success. Like the receiving core, AJ Green, Hopkins, Kirk, Rondale Moore had a brilliant preseason means nothing but he was able to gain separation <laughs> against NFL DB so mm. I'm going to take that as a positive sign yeah. O-line much improved here we've got Kelvin Beach returning at the right tackle spot Rodney Rodney Hudson in its centre yeah, a massive massive improvement of, after last season where we had Lamont Guylard and Mason Cole who just get, they gave up space in the middle of the pocket caused a lot of sacks and QB pressures which never a good thing and then defensively it's going to be all about speed in that front seven. All about speed. We've got Isaiah Simmons coming in for, to his sophomore season. Zayvon Collins as a rookie. I'm a bit, a bit worried about him, so I'm hoping he'll split reps a bit more with um, I Jordan think Hicks. Collins could have a bit of a baller season, to be fair. You reckon? I oh, really? would be more excited about him at the moment than Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, I think he's going to be your starting Mike. 
Yeah, I think he he will probably end up being the starting Mike with Isaiah Simmons playing more of like a jack role. But yeah, we've got JJ Watt added, obviously. Lucky Foto and Rashad Lawrence coming into their second seasons as well. The great Chandler Jones. The great Chandler Jones. Marcus Love Golden. It. The big weakness on this defense is just that cornerback room, I think, because safeties were sorted with Jalen Thompson, Buddha Baker, but Byron Murphy's going to be playing his first season as an outside corner rather than being a slot guy. Apparently, he can do it. We're yet to see it live. Only time will tell. Yep. And I then you struggle got... to have faith in a defense as starting Robert Alford. Thing yeah. is, we haven't seen Robert Alford play in three seasons. He's been injured for the past two years, hasn't played a down of football as a Cardinal yet because of his injury history. So it is risky. But then we've also got Marco Wilson behind him, who's apparently been shining as well. One of the more underrated guys. He was one of my he was one of my favourite corners in that class, taking the fourth round. So I have yeah, I have a lot more faith in this team than I do in the Seahawks, purely because of the defence. That does fair enough. I mean the one division we haven't touched on yet. But someone has to win it. The NFC East. I, mean, I think I'm going with Washington just on the basis of their defense. Cowboys yeah. all the way. Cowboys going to win it by a mile. It can't be the Cowboys, my friend. Their offense is one of the best in the league. Their offense is one of the best it's in the league, but they score so many points. Their, their defense... offense is absolutely stacked. They're going to. They can. They have the possibility of scoring like 40 points every single game. Like it's absolutely. Yeah, stupid. but they have to. Is the thing. Is why they will be hamstrung this season because yeah again their defences yeah, but the offences they're going to go up against in their own division aren't exactly the strongest either if you look at them yeah, that, that, that is fair enough the, the, to be fair the Cowboys look like a team that are going to be good in the regular season they're good, like Stan said it's going to score a lot of points but they're just not built to win in January no yeah. I, I, that's, I, not, I that's not what the conversation is yeah I'm not if he was talking about like Super Bowl contenders, Dallas wouldn't be anywhere near it because, as we all know, defense wins championships. Hell yeah. Yeah. How crazy would it be? Two years removed from all the stick, we get two NFC East teams in the playoffs. It's going to happen, boys. You think they're going to be two I, I don't NFC East teams? I, I'm not, I don't think the NFC is particularly strong at the moment. I'm really struggling to find a number three seed. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at teams like I'm looking at Dallas, I'm looking at Chicago based on their defense if they play Justin Ugh. Fields. I'm looking at the Saints because they're always pretty good, but they've got absolutely zero weapons outside of Alvin Kamara. Stan's yeah. Cardinals, but they sh- I'm just not completely sold on them because Stan said play calling, back end mm. of the defence. There isn't a clear number seven good team in this conference. Yeah. There's a lot of teams with, with glaring holes on them. I'm rolling with the Saints, personally. Um, why is that? What separates them from the others? Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean Payton, their yeah. defense is absolutely solid as well. Like that is a phenomenal unit, a phenomenal group of players. The offensive line is still an awesome group of players as well. Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray should be set for like pretty good years because of the O line. Yeah, the wide receiver core is the issue, and I'm. I think I mentioned this in our preview show as well. I'm not sure which one of you I did this with, but I would expect them, expect them to trade for a receiver at the midway point, or maybe even They're earlier not if they can. Too surely. Yeah, when does Mike Thomas come back? Well, he's on the pup list, so it's at least six weeks, and then we don't yeah. even know what's going on with the whole behind-the-scenes stuff as on top of that. You know? Right. Even so. if he was fully healthy, like it's it's just a weird situation. Yeah. Point, I mean, so, yeah, yeah. you've got to wait six weeks to get your slant boy back, so you need to probably find some other weapons elsewhere as well. 
Yeah, if anyone ha- we've mentioned, Matt, that you have in your or haven't mentioned rather that you have in your top seven. Um, not really, but I mean the other only other one I could maybe think of would be the Vikings, but they're just so inconsistent, and they like that defense has gone from being a unit of real strength to just being. I mean, like, they were banged up as hell last year, and I think they'll yeah. bounce back. But yeah, I don't. They just don't strike me really as a particular playoff team. But yeah, maybe they'll win some close games and get there. But yeah, the mm. seven spot definitely is up for grabs. Like whatever your train of thought of like whoever you put before it is, is up for grabs regardless. They don't. They don't particularly enthrall me. The Vikings. Dan, do you want to take us through your one to seven? So my NFC one seven. I've got the Bucks at one, Rams at two, Packers at three. Cowboys at four, 49ers at five, Cardinals at six, and Saints at seven. All right. Matt? Right. So, Bucks, Green Bay. I mean, I'm probably going to lean Seahawks. Rams. I'll go Saints. You know an NFC East team has to get the fourth seed. Oh, yeah, of course it does. (laughs) My bad, my bad, my bad. So, in that case, we'll go. It's Bucks, Green Bay. Seahawks, Washington, um, Rams, Saints. Forty-niners. Oh, okay, I'll, go Vi- I'll go Vikings. I'll go Vikings, Vikings over the 49ers. Yeah, to yeah. be fair, I, I, I think they're going to play. I'm gonna, I think they're going to play Jimmy G too much to, and, mm. and take themselves out of their conversation. Yeah, that's quite I enough. Mean- I did laugh at you putting, um, forgetting about the NFCs, but I did exactly the same thing with uh, in the AFC. I had the um, Ravens and then the Browns at the two and three seed, respectively. You so. forgot about the AFC. No, no, no sorry, I forgot about the divisions. Worked. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I just ranked my seven best teams. My top four, same as you, um, Matt: Tampa, Packers, Seattle, then Washington. I mean, I think people are forgetting that they actually played the Bucks, basically the closest out of all the playoff teams. Yeah, with bloody did. Taylor Heineke starting there. Exactly. Yeah. Then Rams, 49ers. And let's just go with Dallas because, like Stan said, they're going to put up a shitload of points most weeks. And yeah, they'll be fun to watch. Teams. They'll be, I mean, I think they'll be going home if they do make the playoffs after the first week of the playoffs, but they'll be fun to watch in yeah. all the weeks in between. Absolutely. And I asked Joe to send me his list, but he never did because he's too busy moving house. If you would like to find out Joe's list, DM him on Instagram at JoeCostanzo4. In fact, if you could all just sort of mass DM him, just really hurtful things. <laughs> no, don't do that. Nice things. DM him nice things. But an annoying amount of nice things. <laughs> That's a quick backpedal. All right, so the AFC, which is seems like a much more competitive division. I mean, I think you could get like a wildcard three team that's going to have 10 or 11 wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an absolute stat conference, especially at the top. Yeah. And top of that, everyone of the Chiefs, Hell oh, yeah. 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 You can't uh, read I mean, it's, it's, it's the same things we've been saying about the Chiefs for what well, I mean, ever since Pat Mahomes took over there. They're, They're just, just too fucking good on offense. Yeah. Oh, pretty much. I mean, mm. and now they've got a revamped O line, which I mean, you could imagine it would help. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Like, just go out and, like, the only weakness your team has just completely with free agent signings and. And trades and just completely re- remodel that entire unit. I'd say that would go a long way to helping. And they've got that thing where, and we've seen it from the Chiefs a few times in previous seasons, where they even when they like, they've had a few games where they sort of lull, and it's like they have you know a, 
a, a quarter or even a half where it's like the Chiefs have really like not done anything. And then it's, it's almost like they Bang go 28 points. Oh, yeah, it's like they go, oh, actually, fuck it, let's try now. And then they just put up, like I said, like 20, 28 points, 21 points, and then just the game's over. They, they've always got there in their back pocket, and that is terrifying. Yeah. I would like to see, I mean, basically on that note, that the only way they could be better really is if they have a little bit more consistently consistency. Because like you said, there yeah. are times where it's like, what are they doing here? They could do with scoring a couple of points. It was like, was it Atlanta they played right at the end of the year? Mm. Where they were losing right until the end of the game. And then, yeah, they got a few points at the end. But it's like, you should be blowing them out. You should be scoring every time you go forward. They just need to be, it seems weird to say about a team that's that good on offense, but a bit more consistent. Do you yeah. think the loss of Sammy Watkins will hurt them? Because obviously McCall Hardman's now going to have to be that number two guy. No. I don't. I mean, no, I not particularly because how many games did Sammy Watkins actually play? That was gonna, that's what I was going to say. I think he struggled to, to get consistent performance and, and production from Sammy Watkins. You've got yeah. it in flashes. The, different, the issue is the rotation. It means you could have to see a bit more Byron Pringle, what, Demarcus Robinson. So... A three wide doesn't look as strong as it has done, but um, it shouldn't be the biggest issue. I would like to see a bit more out of Clyde Edwards-Elair this year because mm. out of a guy that was toted as what rookie of the he year before faded, we get the season he? even kicked off, I mean, it didn't. It wasn't overly impressive after that. What opening Thursday night? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I expect a lot more out of him. I was big. I was a big Clyde Edwards-Elair guy coming out of college, but uh, it didn't deliver. Another guy you're big on the out of college, still on the Chiefs now, second round pick, Nick Bolton. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah, after yeah. they got gashed in the run game against Tampa. I mean, basically, their big moves are we're sorting out the O line and trying to shore up that defensive rush. Good old um, trench football. Which is basically what cost them the Super Bowl. So nice to, see that, nice to see them not just go, Andy Reid, want more weapons, go vroom. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nick Nick Bolton's just going to be one of those guys in the NFL who's going to be around for absolutely just ages. Yeah, he'll be playing when he's thirty-five. He'll never make a Pro Bowl. Well, he might make one or two, but he's he won't have flashy those... plays. Exactly, he's just going to be one of those just run stuffing guys. Who, like, who's the dude from? Is it New England? Is it Lawrence Guy? Who's just the same sort of mold and just like... Lawrence Guy's a D lineman, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, but in terms of like, do you know what I mean like just? Just makes plays like not particularly hyped, like never considered like a sick player, but was around for ages and just made basically like if Donta Hightower hadn't won however many Super Bowls, like he doesn't really get touted for his play by casual fans that often. That's true because he doesn't make flashy plays, he doesn't get picks, or I mean, he gets a few sacks how they use him, but he's basically they use him as a stuffer, yeah, Mm -hmm. he's just completely assignment short, tackle short, like reliable if play comes towards him then he's going to stop it all right so number number two number two seed i have the cleveland browns i think we're all pretty high on them as a podcast you know i don't know i just i think they're going to be pretty great this year i don't know how much of it is wishful thinking because it is the browns and they're just such a (laughs) likable team as well because i love baker mayfield when he's talking shit yes that is fun that is fun I'm glad you joined me on the Cleveland Browns train. Like, I, I'm still not entirely sure who's going to win that division between the Ravens and the Browns. I'll be completely honest with you. Like, I'm very, very high on the Ravens, but I'm also equally high on the Browns. So, yeah, Browns I'm, are sick. Browns are not sure I'd have them this high, but they are what good. What separated me picking the Ravens 
was I am worried about their weapons. Yes, they went out yeah. and tried to fix it up this off season, but Dobbins has gone down already. He's gone for the whole year. Yeah. And Rashad Bateman is out for most of, well, at least the beginning of the season. So what, are they going to be oh, playing? Well. Are they going to be too far behind the rounds? I mean, they're at the point now where apparently they're trying out Lev Bell and Donta Freeman at the moment yeah, to play running back. I mean, granted, they'll only have a backup role, but we were talking about just give Lamar Jackson some bloody help in the passing game. And <laughs> Would be nice. They may, they? unfortunately, not have been able to do that. I mean, if Tylen Wallace somehow is a breakout, but I don't think you can put all your hopes on a fourth, round rookie yeah he's listed as one of their like fifth or sixth string right now they got james prochet ahead of him as well so yeah it's just not a receiver room that makes you worried in any way shape or form um we've seen what happens with the ravens as well when it's a situation where when they went through that phase of it just being like oh the ravens just a run first team and everything and like it worked for a while but eventually you know that's not a sustainable model for long-term success especially in the nfl today I think so, it can it can be for them though because of their defense. Their defense allows them to be a run first team. The Ravens are always going to be a very good football team. Mm-hmm. I just think the Browns are that next level of football team this year, just especially in the diversity of ways that they can attack you. I think Odell yeah. Beckham. People have basically written him off. I think he's going to surprise people this year because people don't have stopped viewing him as the number one guy, and he absolutely still can be. Like we saw yeah. in stretches last year that he can't before the ACL that he can be that. I think the Browns are going to be a special team. Part of that may be wishful thinking, to be I fair. think offensively, I 100% agree with you. I'm very, very, very high on this offence. This is the best offensive line in the league. Yeah. This yeah, is the best, I, yeah. I'd agree with that, probably. Then they've got the best running back room in the league as well, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's oh. a starter on about 28 running um, NFL teams. teams. And yeah, he's exactly. a backup now. It's, it is pretty crazy. I will agree with you. But the thing that st- I still don't have as much faith in is the defence. I think the addition of John Johnson, the addition of Jadevian Clowney, I Greg think Newsom. those... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think, I think Malik Jackson. See, I, pieces, man. I've got Jeremy, Jeremiah Wiesukoromoa listed as a third string here. I'm not sure how accurate that is, but I have listed here their starting uh, linebackers as Shione Takitaki, Anthony Walker and uh, Mac Wilson. I mean, is that just because they haven't released it yet? I mean, there, surely there's no way Isukuromo is not going to be starting. I, I would hope not, but either way, I don't have as much faith in this Browns defence as I do with the Ravens defence. And I, I think as run-first teams, run-heavy teams, I think that's what's going to split the difference between the two of them. I've, 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 gone, I've gone against the Ravens too many times. I've learned my lesson. They're a fantastic <laughs> team. Whips before. Oh, I'm absolutely not betting on against the Ravens to make the playoff. I think they're my first wild card team. I think they'll probably still get what like 11 or 12 wins. So I still yeah. think they're a very good team. I just think early on in the season, they may have a little bit of a struggle getting going. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I think the same could be said of the Browns' defence, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's it's not bad, but I don't think it's... It's a, it's like a, mid, it's a mid-level defence, but I don't think it's good enough to beat the Ravens like twice a year. That's fair. Yeah, that is that's fair enough. Valid criticism. Pretty, pretty good fucking games between those two. Though. Oh yeah, I, I think they're both phenomenal football teams overall. Like it's going to be great to see them go up against each other twice a year. It's just that the Ravens just edged them out slightly for me. Mm. Matt, who do you have winning that division? Um, 
think I'll probably lean Browns, to be honest. I think I will probably lean Browns just because, I, for me, that offense is more balanced and can get itself out of more situations that the Ravens' offense, I don't think, can. Like, if the Ravens find themselves in a situation where they're down by a few scores, I think they're still going to be... I, don't, I, I still don't think they're an offense built to quickly get themselves back into games. Yeah. Whereas I think the Browns have that little bit more rounding to them in terms of with their weapons, that I they agree can do you. that. Their, their four wide receivers, I think, are phenomenal as well. Like Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham yeah. Jr., proven guys... They're likely yeah. going to have a resurgence this year. They're likely going to come back. And we've got Donovan, People, Donovan Peoples-Jones as well. Another guy who exceeded when these two guys were down and out last year. So yeah. you've got those three likely being your starters. Decent high end room. Uh, yeah. Like Rashad think, Higgins, mate. Yeah. yeah, Rashad Higgins. I, I think this offense is better than the Ravens, but I think the difference between the Ravens defense being better than the Browns defense is what's going to split these two teams apart. Enough. Matt, you said that the Ravens don't come down from a couple of scores. Dante did exactly that against the Browns. Maybe Lamar just needs to go for more shits mid game. Hype him up a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, but yeah, he had a poo poo in his pants. Like he, he can't be, he can't do that every. I mean, he can. You could do that every game. There, there were several hills you could probably take to hurry that process along. It would be <laughs> a strange pre game ritual. Yeah, it's like Joe and his pre podcast rituals. That's true. Maybe yeah, that's Stan, why Joe Stan, does Stan, it. Stan letting up the curtain now is a bit of podcast behind the scenes knowledge Joe <laughs> does love a shit this is why we'd never do a backstage at the drop back <laughs> uh, so are the Ravens your number two seed then Stan yeah and Matt were the Browns your number two um I, I kind of wanted to go Bills but um, I mean thinking about it a little bit further and after we've sort of discussed it I mean the Bills is, are almost like the reverse of the Browns. Like their passing game looks like it would be awesome again, but you you don't really know what you're going to get from the run game outside of Josh Allen just sort of waddling through people. Um, so I mean, I, I guess from that point of view, I'm going to actually go with Browns with, with the second the second seed, and then put the Bills to the third. Yeah, I and mean, the Bills do have a sneaky good defense as well. The issue is I don't mm. really see many like. The, Br- the Browns have Miles Garrett. The Bills don't have a game wrecker in the same way. Yeah, exactly. On defense. And mm. I think they be, tried... I mean, they've got a nice little rotation of edge rushes, to be fair. Yeah, but they they have tried to find that guy over past years as well. They drafted yeah, AJ. Stuff, yeah, they drafted AJ Epinesa last year. They drafted um Carlos Basham this year and Greg Rousseau. They've drafted Ed Oliver in the past well. They've they've really struggled yeah. to find a solid, sustainable pass rusher. So yeah, I mean, it's not for want of trying. They, like I said, they just they just keep throwing draft picks at that sort of position and 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 haven't been able to find a a superstar yet. I mean, I wonder if it's if if it's a question of like they need to be thinking elsewhere in terms of is it a coaching thing? Is it a like schematic thing? Do they need to think more down that route? Because I mean, from a team Your building one standpoint, can't be Jerry Hughes just forever. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, from a team building standpoint, like outside of like trading or going through 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 free agency for a big star edge rusher, they couldn't really have done any more to try and find a a consistent pass rusher. There would be my worry. Like they need to change what they're doing in some aspects in I mean, that position. It, it it may be the type of thing that if you have several sort of B level pass rushers that are keeping fresh all game long, that eventually war of attrition wins out. I guess so. But yeah, it's like, who, who's your, who's the guy you're scheming a one-on-one for on third and six? 
Yeah. And That'd I don't be my I don't, issue there. And I think at the moment, like I said, it's probably Jerry Hughes, and I think that that doesn't scare a lot of a lot of O lines for me. Um, but I mean, the, the flip side of that is almost a bit like the Cowboys, but a less extreme version. Like that offense can put up, can win win games for them on its own. Um, mm. With with the steps that Josh Allen's taken and and the the chemistry they've got there with Stefan Diggs as well has been awesome. I'm not sure if that will be enough down the stretch though. Just mm. Stefan Diggs because I'm not a massive fan of Emmanuel Sanders after the past few seasons. Cole Beasley is a mid tier slot receiver, and yeah. then they're, they're running back. He's a pretty good slot receiver, and they're, they're running back room as well. That is dire. I think that's yeah. That's something that I think they if they are gonna live up to the, that sort of third seed, second seed sort of area, they need to fix the running back room quickly and, or, or find some sort of contingency plan there because they can't carry on with the 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 sort of lack of production that they've gotten over the last year or so. Yeah, I'm not as high on this team as I was last year. I was a massive Bills guy last season going forwards into the playoffs as well. Mm. However, I, they're going to be end up being my third or fourth seed. Fourth seed. Unlike last year, they're going to be in a bit of a stronger division as well. Like the Patriots yeah. are a team I'm, I'm quite high on. I'm surprised I was didn't expect to be this high on the Patriots one year removed from last season. But interesting. I the, think the issue with the Bills as well is that it's almost like you were just getting to there. I mean, we talked about how they're trying to upgrade the pass rusher, and maybe one of the guys will be an absolute hit that they've gone for. But all the teams around them have got better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the Bills have done to actually get better this offseason. I think that's what I was really looking for. I think you lost John Brown, who maybe not be a big, a big flashy name, but he did play a key role yeah, last he was, season he being was a number two guy. effective for them, yeah. Exactly. I'm not sure if Emmanuel Sanders can do that. He couldn't do it last year for the Saints when he had Mike Thomas there as well. So that begs the question whether he can be a functioning number two receiver in the NFL. And it's not going to help that they're not going to have a run game. Yeah, and, they just and haven't got better. They just haven't got worse either. I don't think necessarily. They've sort of, yeah, they've sort of stayed the same, haven't they? I think right there. I think yeah, I think that's entirely fair. They've stayed the same, but the teams around them in their division have gotten better. Like I expect the Patriots to take one game off them this year, if if not two. The Dolphins yeah. could even sneak in there, take a game off them, perhaps if we see the offense succeed. And then the Jets as well. I don't expect them to be as big a threat as they will be in seasons to come. But again, that, that is a better football team. Yeah, yeah, and. To be honest, I still think this Bills team, like we're sounding quite negative talking about them now. I still think they're a very good team. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they'll probably be around, like you said, I think they're my number three seed. I just, yeah, I just don't see them as a championship team right now, unfortunately, because there are some really nice players there. But I'm I'm glad we're all in agreement on that. That's one team where we've all had a pretty similar uh, view on. Yeah. Well done, guys. I'm really proud of us. <laughs> I think we'd be pretty all right now, except Stan is trying to sneak in the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, he's probably going to try and sneak him in the AFC one. It's fucking well. <laughs> All right, so the who haven't we said? The AFC South. I mean, the Titans, right? Titans. I mean, yeah. Me and Joey went through the Titans preview, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and with the, the AFC South preview. And it's like, yeah, I don't don't really see a, a version of reality where the Titans don't win this division fairly comfortably. I'm with you there, Matt. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. But everyone spoke about their offense, like, all if is you know how do you stop all of those pieces? But I mean, it's a genuine question because for yeah. real, guys, how do you stop all of those pieces? Do you stop all those pieces? It's crazy. Like that offense is crazy. If, if you look at 
the starters, if you if you took the starters from every, every offense in the AFC, I think that is up there for contention of being the best start, one of the best starting offenses. Yeah, their offensive line's good as well. It's not yeah. just a skill position thing. That's what I mean. It's 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 very well rounded, and the starters are very very good. Like I'm not convinced about the depth at all. But but I mean, like I said, if you can keep those those stars healthy and firing, then that is a fucking good offense. What do you mean about depth? Have you not heard of Racy McMath? <laughs> My God! If he starts seeing lots of reps this season, then I think something's gone very very badly wrong for the science. Or breakout candidate of the year. Or that, yeah. Let's let's hope it's the latter. Right, so I mean, the thing that's let them down last year was that defense and. Mm. Unless you believe in Bud Dupree Supreme coming off a torn ACL at, and Caleb Farley what breaking out year one with a... Is he injured coming into the season or is he healthy now? Stan, do you know? This um, is... Stan, he was your number one corner fella, so... Uh... I'm not entirely sure. I think he should be fine. I think he, they said he made a full recovery. Fantastic, so he's, we're not he's sure. On, he's on the active roster. Okay, so maybe he is, but yeah. I mean, they should be able to outscore teams. It's similar to the Cowboys in a way that you you may be right. If you score thirty points a game, you're going to be tough to beat unless you're up against one of the better teams. So mm. they I should do be quite good. like that, be... that, though. To be yeah. honest, like okay, get them into the playoffs. Yeah, and as a general thing, like thinking of like the wider space of the NFL this season, like there are quite a few teams where like they're going to be some very fucking high scoring games this season i think like over the whole stretch there the amount of teams that have sort of fallen into this build of really strong high scoring offenses and defenses that are a bit weak means that i think that we're going to have some really fucking big games this season yeah i think that's going to be a trend to continue isn't it especially how mm. quickly we've seen like receivers have success and running backs basically yeah. out of the gate like it's not like we're going to see a shortage of offensive players anytime soon coming out of college all right, so Wild Carl Beach had with whoever the runner up of the AFC North is. Um, yeah, it's gonna everyone have them at their number five seed. Yep, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, second wild card seed, who have you boys got? New England Patriots. Oh boy, yes, sir. Dan Wilson, you have the floor. I have the floor. Take it off him. I got two words for you, Mac. Jones. I was really worried that those were going to be the two words. Those, are, those are my two words. I think this team are going to come. They could, they could. I think they have potential to win the AFC East. Oh fuck off, Daniel. I I don't. They have potential. I think they'll. They overall they will come second. But I just I've got a really bad feeling about this Patriots team. I think they're going to shock everyone. They've got Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels, that good old duo back for another season the offensive line is looking absolutely phenomenal exactly what you want for a rookie quarterback who just beat out cam newton for the starting job and was apparently teaching cam newton the playbook yeah, during I, preseason. Yeah. I think it's interesting that that comes out after they've gotten rid of cam newton suddenly there are lots of murmurings about oh our rookie was so good he was teaching the veteran the playbook like and um the podcast that came out on as well was um an ex-patriot o-lineman as well yeah so, so... Let's, let's just take that with a pinch of salt. I, I, I was going to say the contrary and say perhaps he's got more reliable sources than the rest of us. And what does it say about like how even that competition was actually going into the season that it's a play but that Matt Jones is more familiar with? Like, it's, Does that mean it's more scripted to be a Matt Jones-run team? Basically, Because we yeah. were all talking about, right, these are two completely different quarterbacks. 
similar to what there is in the Saints, how would you design a um, playbook that the whole offense could learn? But Cam yeah. Newton's run a spread offense before, hasn't he? He's run that sort of stuff. He has, but you assume that if Cam's your quarterback, you're going to have a lot more quarterback run. That's but only because he's a dead guy. Like he can still understand the spread offense, yeah. and he should be able to. He had an MVP season running that sort of stuff in Carolina. That is true. Mm-hmm. He should know this stuff. He's an NFL veteran. There are no excuses for a rookie to be teaching you that stuff. Sure, Either way, Matt Jones coming up and just winding him up, say, "Hey, Cam, when you, this means you do it like this," and Cam just goes, "Yeah, fucking no, mate. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. I'm, I'm teaching you stuff." Stop. stop telling me you're. T- stop telling everyone you're teaching me the playbook. Look, I'm I know. teaching him again, guys. So basically, uh, it was like Mac Jones mansplaining it to Cam Newton kind of thing. Mansplaining. Yeah. <laughs> mansplaining. There you go. I mean, to your point, Stan. Like, if you when you said two words, I mean, I, I knew you were going to say Mac Jones because he's fucking you. But I, I was really hoping that. If, I mean, if if the two words you said were Bill Belichick, then I would have been like, okay, look, I can understand. You know. You don't bet against Bill Belichick. Oh no, we're not betting against him either. Like, I'll go on to the defense in a bit. But I mean, I, I I think you're expecting a lot from Mac Jones, and I think we're getting carried away with the hype around him because he's gone to the Patriots and everything. Like, if I'm we if we cast our eyes back to the draft, I think he was con- as a consensus amongst us all, he was probably the weakest out of those. Nope. I think we were all. Basically, we said it'd be a high, steady anyway. high, high floor, low ceiling was yeah. our Matt Jones base. Yeah, which I mean, in that Patriots was a lot team, higher. might be enough to win. I was a lot higher on him than all of you. I had him above Fields and Lance. I had him as my QB three, I think. That's that's fair enough to be. Yeah, I mean, their O line's great as well. Do you worry about their outside receivers? Yes, that is the weak. Rubbish. That is the weakness on this team. If we look, if we look at the way this team is going to run this year, it's going to be a lot of twelve personnel stuff. They have got Johnny Smith and Henry Hunter. Who they brought in the off season. They've got an entirely like rebolstered, re-strengthened offensive line. Now that's also another probably a top five O line. Let's be real here. Yeah, yeah, the O line is sick. The O line is sick. So it's going to be twelve personnel. They've got Damian Harris, who's proven that he can he can hold the rock, carry the rock. Very well. You got James White, longtime Patriot. I think between the two of them, they're going to be able to carry a lot of the, a lot of the weight of this offense this season. Then you've got Mac Jones as well. Jacoby Myers is a guy who he's I guy. think he's got what he's got wide receiver one upside in your fancy team this year, and I think he's a guy you should be looking at. I'm trying to get in our heads the day before the fantasy draft. That's hey, a bang out of order. He comes on on Thursday and it's like, I can't believe you reached for Jacoby Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. No, but in, in all seriousness, Jacoby Myers is a guy who will break out this season. I mean, and you I'm... wanted to talk about their defence. You seem pretty high on that. The defence. Yeah. This is just this is just a Bill Belichick defence like all over. Absolutely Look at the linebacker core. in the front seven. Absolute yeah. monsters, you're right. Like Dietrich Wise, Lawrence Guys, you previously mentioned, Devon Godshot in from Miami, Henry Anderson as well I in from that. New York. You got Christian Barmore who they drafted in, bit of a bit of more of a pass rush guy. Chase Winovich, a Michigan man, absolutely solid player as well. Josh Uche, Kyle Van Noy, Don to Hightower back for another season. Are we all going to pretend that Kyle, that Kyle Van Noy is a baller again because he's back with the Patriots? He's a baller. Yeah. You were awfully quiet about Kyle Van Noy last season. Yeah, he's a baller. He's a baller. Didn't Bill Kyle Van have a pretty good season for you last year? Yeah, I thought he did as well. <laughs> and then Ronnie Perkins as well, another pass rushing guy. 
who will play the same role as Matt Judon in that offense. I'm I'm really excited to see this this defense. To be honest with you, really excited. I mean, are we going to talk about the injured elephant in the room that is Stefan Gilmore? I was going to say, like, yeah, you've got a lot of big boys, but what if we just throw the rock over your fucking head, mate? JC Jackson's pretty great. JC Jackson yeah. was phenomenal last season. JC Jackson's like, good. It was the perfect season for him to break out, really, just before he's needed to step up and be that cornerback number one. Like Jalen Mills, you're going to worry about, but the Jalen and- Mills, Bill Belichick is going to bloody love because he loves hitting people. But he's, <laughs> he, he's an iffy DB that Bill Belichick's going to somehow make him into a pro bowler. It's going <laughs> to wind me up because I like Jalen Mills, but he was unfortunately absolutely shit against double moves. <laughs> and Amari Cooper mo- used to run sluggos like four times a year against Jalen Mills and get three touchdowns, 180 yards. It, Bloody yeah. hell, that was frustrating. It's like, you know what he's going to do? He does it every time because you bite on it every time, Jalen. Bloody hell, fella. Well, I'm glad you've gotten over it, Slow, and it does seem that you found yeah, peace for their last. It more under the bridge between you. <laughs> the, mo- the most annoying part about it, that if I didn't like him, I wouldn't care because I'd bin him off. But I actually it's quite just, like the guy. Yeah, exactly. He's it's like, good... you see, you're not angry, you're disappointed. Mm. Is this like me with USC and that one play call I keep bringing up? You'll just never be able to oh, find uh... peace with it. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, Matt with what you, what's your little pump returny boy called again? Oh, Jakeem Grant. Yeah, yeah whenever, he, whenever he comes out on offense, you're like, yeah, Jakeem's there. Oh, he's dropped it. Bloody hell, fella. Yeah, he does have absolute <laughs> stone hands. But, but you love Jakeem Grant, so you, you want him yeah. on the field. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think me, my love affair with Jakeem Grant is, is sort of reaching its, its end, I think. We've basically replaced him with the upgraded version, which is Jalen Waddle. It's Jakeem Grant with hands and a lot more upside. That's annoying because we can't take the piss out of you for liking Jalen Waddle. Yeah, because he's fucking certified ball, mate. Yeah. To be fair, I, uh, reluctantly, because I know it's going to make Matt lose his bloody mind, I have the Dolphins in the playoffs. What? And there it is, sports fans. There it is. Really? Was that so difficult? Was that so difficult to say? Really? You got know, you the... know it wouldn't. Because have you got like them this. above the Patriots? Yes. Yeah, no, You're the mental. You're, you're mental. I, I, I really I don't, don't think he, he is mental. He's also, I think, also my number seven seed. They're not my number six. Okay, I, I do think you're a bit crazy for having the, the Dolphins above the Patriots this season. I don't care if you have neither team in your rankings. It's more the fact that Dolphins are not going to be better than the Patriots. I'll put a sandwich on it that we have a better record than the Patriots this season. Let's go for it. I've got a... Um, I actually started us on the um, notes page on my phone. Oh, from, fantastic. Uh, yeah. We need that because that has meant absolutely nothing for way too many bets. Yeah. In fact, you know, Stan, put it down for two fucking sandwiches because I'm so two. certain that you Ooh. are absolutely... Patriot. Okay. This is this is one that I've got this year. This is my favourite sandwich bet that I've got, um, which is the only one recorded so far, but Jamar, um, that Robert Woods is going to be better than Jamar Chase in fantasy this year. Who was that? Yeah, that's so charged. <laughs> that, I'm guessing I was in that. I was no, it's with Joe. No, it's with Joe. Just you and Joe, I've heard. Of. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The more it is about the Miami Dolphins, is just how well coached and how well they played last year without basically much consistency on offense. I believe in yeah. two. I don't think a guy becomes that iffy so quickly. I it's think not... we all forget what he was. he was he was throwing to practice squad players for a lot of the stretch last season i don't and have he's a problem now in an with offense Tua. that is suited for Tua, which i mean should help i yeah. like i like the dolphins i really do okay but it's, it's, it's my like it's my love well not love because i feel weird it's saying love the patriots. Love. it's my it's my like of the patriots team this year mm, that... that's fair enough i do worry about austin jackson as a left tackle not particularly happy with that one 
Me too. Yeah. I, yeah, I think Liam Eikenberg, yeah, he's wasted left guard. He should be left tackle, really. Like, you look at him. It's that old drop-back phrase that comes to mind whenever I look at that man's body. You can't move a fridge. Can't move a fridge. Get that on a T-shirt. He is a fridge. He is a fridge. I mean, I, I don't want to be the bubble burster, but, um, I mean, and again, yeah, it's, it's pre-season, it's training camp, yada, yada, yada. But, like, Vicky, Liam Eikenberg really struggled in Miami training camp. Like that Austin was a Jackson point where... really struggled at preseason. It was getting absolutely yeah, yeah, he did hundred percent. And I, I like they; those two have been the biggest sort of question mark over and Solomon Kindley actually as well, which was a real shock for me because I was really impressed with Solomon Kindley last season. But Solomon Kindley, Eichenberg, and Austin Jackson have been cycled even as low as like the third string at different points in training camp um, because of just inconsistency and 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 having some bad days. I mean, I'm, I'm like obviously I'm hoping that they can come through it and once the season starts we can start to have a bit more consistency on the O-line but I think especially the first couple of weeks that O-line might be a bit of a revolving door for Miami which is my main concern I just I don't trust the offence yeah well, I don't you. think they're going to be have to be a team that I think they'll be better than what they were last year I don't think they're going to have to be a team that no, I know, but 20 points a game they're not a top they're not a top 16 offence I think they're, they're right around the middle level and that's not enough to make the playoffs, really, in the NFC. Top five defense, though. I know, but I just, I can't go over this offense, really. Like the offensive line just doesn't fill me with any confidence at all. Okay. The running no. back room is okay. Hey, you got to put your foot on the gas. Hey, Miles Gaskin is absolutely a four yards of carry kind of guy, but that's as far as he can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Literally four yards every carry. Yeah, like clockwork, mate. Matt, I'm guessing, they're in, I'm guessing they're in your playoffs. Yeah, I have yeah, mate, number one seed. Yeah, mate, they're pretty much best team in the league. Uh, no, I'd, I'd have them. I, I, I'm not really sure whether to put them six or seven, to be honest, but I do have them sneaking into playoffs. All right, put them seven, just put a bit of undercut that bias. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, so, cool. All, All right. right, so your number six seed. Um, why is it the Los Angeles Chargers? Well, yeah. this, is the, this is the team, right? Like, yeah. again, so excited for this team this year. I really bloody want them to do well because I feel like the Chargers have just been fucking slapped with bad bad play calling and injuries. injuries for so long. And it's like they've got some absolute ballers on that team and they they almost, by the sum of, of their collective bad luck over the last 10 years, deserve a, a playoff run, in my yeah. opinion. I don't think they're going to have much of a playoff run because take a look at the defense, not phenom- not phenomenal, but the offense. However, that's something we can all get excited about. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, go on, Enslu. I mean, your boy Justin Herbert, stud. Yeah. Keenan Allen, stud. Mike Williams, fucking stud. Austin Eckler, little muscle stud. Rachel <laughs> Slater. Stud. Stan's boy at left tackle, stud. stud. Corey Lindsley at centre, stud. Brian Bulaga back from injury, stud. Stud. Fuck me, boys. They're going to be good. They're going to be fun. Do you know what I Justin find... Herbert can do fucking anything he wants. Do you know what I find it's really good. funny is the fact that during the draft process, everyone was talking about how Panacea was going to be a best, better left tackle than Rashawn Slater. And lo and behold, Panacea is now playing right tackle. And who's one starting left tackle? Yeah, Rashawn Slater. Today's team with already an established right tackle, left tackle. Yeah, true. But either way, Rashawn Slate is going to ball out, and that entire O line is just going to be—it's going to be solid. 
I do actually quite like bits of this defense as well, you know, especially with Brandon Staley calling the shots. Yeah. I think Asante Samuel Jr. That's is going to be special. I Chris love Harris Asante Jr. Samuel Jr. is a Jr. nice addition. Derwin James back from injury. Joey Bosa. Oh boy, they got some pieces. They do. Oh I boy. Mean, can can we see Derwin James play some fucking football? I mean, for God's sake, the man is so good at playing football that we never get to see him play. I this haven't seen so excited. I haven't seen you this excited ever since Kenneth Gainwell got drafted to the um, Eagles. Oh man, I don't wild. think I have been. I've been focusing on my dissertation since then. Good boy. <laughs> he's a scholar. So he's running off Jaeger bombs, I think, for the last six days. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean I didn't I didn't um go out yesterday, so that was good. And I've been Yeah. <laughs> you returned the corner, mate. Yeah. Back at yeah. it again soon though. I'm so glad you mentioned Asante Samuel Jr. Samuel's yeah. You know what I mean. Asante Samuel Jr. I loved him during the during the draft process. I thought it was sick. I mean, not as an out, not necessarily as a boundary corner. I thought he'd be a more of a slot guy or a nickel guy. Um, yeah, he will be. But I think he's dope. I think he, he's so agile and his change of direction is so snappy that he's just going to make, he's going to be, he has the potential to shut down the slot or you, you stick him on someone in nickel and, and he has the potential to take them out of the game, I think. Well, so apparently they've got Jared Cook, who's basically good for 650 yards and six touchdowns every season. Yeah, yeah, even though he never seems to do anything. You can basically yeah, cash that check before the season even starts. Yeah, never draft him in fantasy apart from for like a couple of weeks, but like he's just solid, yeah. Yeah, agreed. It's a fun team. It, 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 just for God's sake, stay healthy, guys. I mean, good Lord. Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're my, they're my sixth seed. Um, I can't push them above whoever the NAFC is. North like runner-up is because I think they're probably going to be more likely yeah. to be championship contenders than this team is. But yeah. they're a fun team. They're a young team, and they're gonna woohoo! They're gonna be a good watch. They're gonna woohoo! Some teams are just like are just exciting. exciting. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. And I, yeah. All right. So moving on to the awards section. Yay! Awards. Awards. Mm. We all love awards. We the do. participation trophy. Who wins that one, Matt? Uh, oh, you mean the Texans? Yeah, exactly. Number one seed, Houston Texans. I Except think Stan has someone else. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not set on this yet, but I do on this yet. But I do think people are underestimating how shit the Detroit Lions are going to be. I think you're you're clouded somewhat by your Rashawn Slater Penny Sewell debacle. Oh no, 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 no. This is a, this has nothing to do with Sewell. I think Sewell is going to be a great offensive lineman in the NFL. But it's just the fact that your starting wide receivers are Khalif Raymond and Tyrell Williams. And I just... It's only so far attitude can get you. Yeah, exactly. I think people have been blinded by their love of Dan Campbell's leg-biting enthusiasm that they've forgotten the fact this is a bad, bad football team. Yeah, but... As... Their so... OC is Anthony Lynn. I get yeah. that. I do get that. My question to you is, do you think that they can go 0-16? Do you think they're that bad? Because that's genuinely what I think is a real possibility for the Texans team. Yeah, that is true, actually. I did. Yeah, I think the Texans will be the number one overall pick, but number two has to be the Lions. Has to be. Yeah, which point, a whole lot of argument yeah. here. Which yeah, wasn't I mean, really the which wasn't really the question, but I thought I'd just say the Lions are shit. No, that's fair uh, enough. How I much mean, of a leash does we've, that we've count? Got, have? We've got one, one of our most loyal listeners is a Lions fan. Always shouts out on socials, but yeah, let's just wind him up a little bit. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I think Ty would be with me on this one, you know. Yeah, he's not. He's no, excited. Ty's pissed at you, bro. Um, I mean, if that does come to fruition, though, like Detroit ends up with the number two pick, or as, as Dan said, potentially number one pick, how long does Dan Campbell have? He's got, no, he's one got season. No, he's absolutely fine. He's not going to get fired after one year. Do you reckon? I don't yeah. know. You I think he's know. a patsy think... kind of guy while for a rebuilding team? I'd... I think I... it'd be difficult to go in with that sort of energy and that sort of mindset and then suck. I think the new owner is yeah, the new owner's gonna get cold feet about him and just chuck him out because she's starting her ownership and she doesn't wanna be associated with a guy who's just gonna lose first season. She's gonna to wanna to restart, I think, and just go with someone who's gonna take them forward. You've got someone like a Joe Brady interviewing around <clears throat> next exactly. season. Yeah. Exactly. My my but I mean my my genuine worry with Dan Campbell would be like and I don't want it to happen because I think I, I, I love what he brings the NFL and I think he can be a real coach but my problem is the way that he coaches and the intensity that he does everything with I think you have to win. if you are yeah if you're on a sinking ship I, I don't think you you know I don't think that Detroit needs to go over 500 for, for or and if they don't then it's it's chaos I think they can you know five six wins they're, they're fine but I think if you really suck and you're going at it with that sort of intensity and that sort of energy it's it's a recipe for disaster, I think. Yeah. What if plus... they're losing games, but he it's still evident that he's got people buying it? I think that's I a different thing than if they like yeah. limp over the finish line. Yeah, true. That is true. I yeah, think but... in that case he'd be fine. I'd buy into a team if Morgan Freeman was the head coach. Doesn't mean he's actually good at his job though. <laughs> be left. All right. So moving on to the actual awards. Had a little bit of a whinge because we've been talking about good stuff and <laughs> it, it takes a lot out of us. MVP, let's hear each of our shouts. Stan, who who we got here? Matthew Stafford. MVP. Did you hear yep. the award right? Yep, I'm going Matthew Stafford. Crazy. Oh my fucking God. Give me, give me the blurb. Quick one. Why is Matt Stafford? Sean McVay, great receivers, West Coast offense. We know he's great. Matt, you've been blowing his trumpet for the last two years. He's yeah. finally on a good team with one of the best coaches in the league, with one of the best wide receiver rooms in the league. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I love it. You know, I'd love it for it to, I'd love for it to be May Stafford. But I mean, there are just like three or four QBs that are probably better than him. Yeah. And which he's of gonna those get do you have winning it? He's going to put up stupid numbers this season. You already know. That's why you pat him Mahomes, mate. Just bring home an MVP. And then you'll bring like, home I... a, a Super Bowl, to be honest, as well, while we're on it. Yeah, I, I find it hard to not predict Patty Mahomes. I mean my guy will be Justin Herbert. I've I think I've spoken enough about the charge. I'll go with I'll go with Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I think it's either gonna be yeah, it's gonna be Stafford Mahomes or Herbert realistically. Or Rogers. Yeah. This is where Brady just fucking steals another one. Just uh, offensive player of the year. Ooh hmm. Matt that's a tough one. I got three guys, four guys. Um I mean I could see Derek Henry. O-line's not good enough, I don't think, for him to do it again. I mean, I don't think the Titan O-line is bad. And I think with the extra game this season as well, we could legitimately see Derrick Henry break the rushing record, in which case I think that he will almost by default get the the OPY. I don't care if he's splitting it, splitting reps. Nick Chubb has more of a chance of that than Derrick Henry does this year. Nick Chubb's my shout as well. Browns are going to go second seed in the AFC and and Nick Chubb's going to win that award. Yeah, I think... 
Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb's a great bet. Calvin Ridley is a great bet as well, I think, as a sleeper guy. Okay. Wide receiver one playing for Matt Ryan. Can you get like that? that? He runs filthy routes as well. I like Devon, that. Devontae Adams as well, perennial contender. Yeah. Chris Godwin as well. Look, I love Chris Godwin. You, you boys fits. might know my love for Chris Godwin, but offensive player of the year. I don't know. I think that might be a stretch for someone that's in such a crowded receiver room and that they like yeah. to run the ball so much. I okay, think you'd well, get the targets for it. Either way, my, my guy's going to be player, Calvin Ridley this year. Okay. Yeah, I, like, I do like that. Nice little outside the box one. Pick. Defensive player of the year, if you couldn't pick Aaron Donald. Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, okay. Miles Garrett. Yeah. Seems to be the sack leader this year. That's not bad, shall I be honest? And and we're and we're we're not taking Aaron Donald. We're taking outside of Aaron Donald. I mean, right? no, because it, Aaron Donald's the best player in the NFL. Yeah, so it's kind of like, um, fuck. I mean, they're both actually quite good. I I, I like both your suggestions, but I might go. I might lean towards Miles Garrett. Okay, just because of where we've said the Browns might end up this year. Offensive rookie of the year, Stan is going to go for his brother Zach. That's right, correct. <laughs> no way, really. Yeah, he can't he's... not. I would not respect him in the same way if he didn't go for Zach I mean, Wilson. You've got to but... stick with your guns, whether you're right or wrong. At the end of the day, you have to stick with your guns. Say it with your chest, like just go for it. Okay, why not? Fair play, fair play. Um... I do genuinely, I do genuinely believe that he is going to have the better rookie season out of the guys contending with him. I mean, I think it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, to be honest. Like, I. I... I think even if the even if the Jags aren't very good again, like I think he's too big a name almost to not get that award. Kyle Pitts. I think he's going to get so many yards. So, so you're saying and the, I think the, the the rookie QB of the year award is going to go to a tight end? It absolutely is. He's going to be that good. He's going to be as good as advertised, like as basically a new breed. Do you, reckon they, there. do you reckon they're going to give him those in Mohamed Sanu plays as well then so he can actually throw the ball as well? Or as an ex-high school quarterback. <laughs> Hell yeah. That would be dope to be fair. Yeah, just, I mean, it'd be good for the highlight reel for when he wins the offensive rookie of the year package. <laughs> I, I, I'm not against that at all. And that'd be cool. I think it'd be a fun one. And it's, I, you know, it's just... Like, I think the likelihood is, yeah, you're right. It could be a QB. It's hard to separate them and know which team's going to be good enough for them to like be the best rookie QB out of the gate. Yeah. That's true actually. I I, I don't think there's gonna be a lot between the Jaguars and the Jets this season in terms of where they end up and how their offenses are gonna be. Um and I know you're really high on Matt Jones stand, but I don't think he's even gonna really be in that conversation, to be honest. He doesn't need to be. I'm not saying he's no, I mean, and I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that because I think he's going to like be sheer or anything. I just think that the way that Patriots team works is not going to be a, a free team. He'll have, a, he'll have like a 3,800 plus yard season. It's just, I don't think it'll be enough to push him over the line. for a rookie, to be fair. 17, year, year, 17 um, game season. Oh, that is true, yeah. Um, defensive player, defensive rookie of the year. Jamin Davis, Washington football team. This is hard to choose, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. I I think this stood out for me because of how pro-ready Jamin Davis already looks to me in college. He looks like the full package and he's, he's already playing where he's in a position to succeed in, in that notoriously phenomenal front seven. Yeah. 
Um, fuck it. I mean, mine's more out of hope because he's already started the season slightly injured, but I'm going to go Jalen Phillips just because I think if he is able to stay healthy, he could be so, so good as an edge rusher. What if he bumps his head, though? We'll just, you know, you teach a tackle with the shoulder, not the head now, right? So just give, we'll just give him like seven neck, neck like bracelets that goes over his helmet. I, I don't think he's going to be the best defensive rookie as from a player perspective. But I think Micah Parsons is going to get a lot of splash pays and he's going to be on the Dallas team to get basically every airtime anyway. Yeah, that's true. I think Micah Parsons has a serious chance of winning it. Do you reckon, what, because he's, he's going to bang a ton of tackles for losses and not yeah, much else? Yeah, and he's got so many highlight plays of him just screaming through the line of like scrimmage and just hitting running backs. Okay, yeah. I, I like the way you phrased it at the start there, actually, of him not being the best football player, but just... It's, it's, the, the, it's, the, it's the way the competition works. Yeah, it's yeah, the way the competition do. works. I respect yeah. that. Uh, consistency award. Jamin Davis was on my list as well. Pat Sertain, if he could get a few picks in what should be a pretty good Broncos defense. I think the issue is like with it usually goes like we've got QBs on offense. It usually just goes for splash plays, really. Who who was it that won it last year? I can't actually remember. Surely it was oh, it was Chase, Chase Young, wasn't Chase it? Young, yeah, I was Chase Young. Surely. Yeah. And there just isn't a I mean, we were saying it through the draft press as well. It's just a certified, nailed-on baller edge rusher. I mean, I know that's the avenue you've taken with it, but there's still a, a big if there with Jalen Phillips. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, there's massive health concerns. Like, he's by no means a certified a certified deal. But I just think, you know, if if the chips fall, fall correctly into place, then he could be a serious player. And he's also playing defensive scheme that maybe doesn't favour one particular edge rusher getting all of the glory. Like, True. We've seen this Bill Belichick style defense before. They've won several Super Bowls out of it. Has there ever been like a one single dominant pass rusher who's bagged like a fifteen plus sack season or something like on along those lines? Did Trey Flowers get around that before he went to Detroit? I'm pretty sure he had a big year. In that Flowers, last seat. I thought he was more sort of like a, a, a consistent like plus He guy. might have actually. He might have actually. I think he had a huge breakout year that happened to his contract year. I can't, I wouldn't be able to tell you off the top of my head how many sacks. Everyone does that in contract year. All right, comeback player of the year, which I think actually could be a pretty contested award. I, only, I could only think of one. What? Well, the first name that came to my head was just Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got injured. And he's on the best offense in the league, like pretty no, much. I mean, yeah, that's fair that's point. Fair. I was I mean, going to say Nick Bosa. Yeah, you can't really argue with these. Like, they're... yeah, I mean, Dak was probably my choice. The other ones, I'd say maybe CMC, yeah, Odell, or Derwin James. It's just yeah. the in- injured player who comes back and picks off where they was award, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I generally think all of the names we've just said there will do that as well. I think yeah. they will come back and be really good. And so... then Carson Wentz. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. It's a nice award, though, isn't it? Almost. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, you, you can't. It's almost ideal that, like we're saying, there are so many people that could be up for this because there are so many good players that we want to to bounce back and and sort of pick up when they left off. It's a wholesome so, award. Yeah. It's and to make a grown man cry. <laughs> finally, coach of the year. <laughs> can I can I throw two names out there? Yeah, Rob Salah. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Do you do this on purpose to ruin my Monday? <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, lad. 
just remember you've got Ronaldo. You can be happy. Oh, break, breaking news before we get into Matt's ad. Ravens and Pro Bowl tight end Mark Andrews have agreed a four-year, 56 million extension per Ian Rappaport. Oh, awesome. Okay, so somewhere in London, Joe Tanz has just exploded with joy as well. Like He's, he's going to have to pick himself up off the walls because he is, his mind has just boggled. Yeah, he's going to have punched a hole in his new apartment walls. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, who's your coach of the year? Um, Rob Salah, do you think the Jets are going to be good enough or do you think they'll just be like, fun but like, like, oh my god rob salah's actually made something of this in a year but that doesn't happen that's exactly though, right. it, it should it, it should go to michael um michael fleur but it won't it'll go to rob salah because he's the head coach it, it doesn't happen though like other, if that was the case then brian flores would have got it last year yeah i would have given it to brian flores last, last year, year. Uh, mike who was it was it mike that's a great question oh it was um what was it mcdermott the Bills. Yeah, I think it was McDermott, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski. Interesting. Okay. Um, my, it's my boy, Brandon Staley. It's my boy, Brandon Staley. Um, you love those yeah, guys, don't you? I'm not oh, going to I'm so excited. It reminds me of when I was high on the 49ers a few years ago, and I bottled <laughs> it big time in the season preview. I watched the whole season be like, I should have fucking bat myself. Should have bat the boys, mate. Should have backed the boys. Um, yeah, I, I respect you for that. You've got to learn from your mistakes and just go with your gut sense at the end of the day. Indeed. I'm going to go... Fuck it, I'm not going to go. Fuck it. I'm going to, I actually am going to go Brian Forrest. Fuck it, because he should have got it last year. And <laughs> I think we're going to be a lot better than we were last year and the people are going to be like, oh, yeah. What, does, <laughs> so, what more does Brian Flores need to do, though, to win it? If you make the playoffs, is that... Yeah, I think we made the playoffs and people being like, oh, my God, Brian Forrest has actually done a pretty fucking good job down there. Do you have to make the playoffs to win Coach of the Year? No, but what I'm saying is if he didn't do it last year, uh, surely there has to be a big progression for him to win it this year. I mean, yeah. sure, if he wants to win like the Super Bowl or something, then I'd be okay with it. I mean, they wouldn't know that because it's decided for the Super Bowl. Bloody hell, Matt, learn award season. Yeah, but if he gets us to, to a but Super Bowl... you don't even Bowl, know when then... the Oscars are. <laughs> what is an Oscar? Um, I mean, if he gets us to a Super Bowl, then I think he's a... Cool. All right. I think that's probably the end of today's show. I mean, nice long one season, totally previewed soon. Don't have to watch it now. We've just told you exactly what's going to happen. To close us out, Super Bowl prediction. Oh, wow. That was a, you didn't tell us that was happening. Sneaky bird. Think think on your feet. Stan. Uh, uh, Buccaneers. That's just so boring. It's hard to look past them. I don't want to okay. say it. It's just it's gonna be the Buccaneers. I go no. Packers Browns. Oh, you spicy, spicy man! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Packers Chiefs. I did. I did a one fun one, and then the Chiefs again. Stan, you going? You going Tampa versus Chiefs? I just come on. You know you want to. You spent so long hyping up the the Patriots and their sort of by numbers predictable just do the the right thing yeah offense the thing is though i made the mistake last year in our little um predictor bracket thing we did for the playoffs i was saying all week in the group chat oh what about the bucks could upset the upset the packers here they could upset them they could upset them i had it locked in until the day before and then i bottled it i'm not gonna do that again okay fair enough okay and joe is mark andrews catches the 
game-winning touchdown for the Baltimore Ravens, I'm guessing, against, I don't know, Dallas, will he say? Sounds like something he'd say. No, he won't say no. No, I I, I think I've spoken to him about the Cowboys before, and he was surprised when I was so high on them. Yeah, always. Who else is Joe like? Packers. But they can't play. Yeah. He likes the Packers. All right. Well, if you've been here, we'd find out. But unfortunately, he isn't. So make sure you check in the live stream on Thursday, 7.30 on Brit Bowling, all of our socials, YouTube, all of that at the drop back. Just find us. Joe will be there or he'll be in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Sam. I've been Stan. I've been Matt. Enjoy the first game of the NFL season. Goodbye. Ladies. The drop back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak. Joe Costanzo and Stan Wilson. Gone. I don't know. I don't care.